Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everyone. It's Maribel Blue with another KEM Top Talk Unfiltered. So I wanted to do this show because, quite honestly, I wasn't sure if I would be able to do a show tomorrow night, a live show. So I wanted to record it just so that um, I would I would have a show in handy in the event that I cannot um, do a live show. So with all that being said, I am going to cue up the music. And we will get started with a new Maribel Blue Unfiltered. version of Maribel Blue Unfiltered, and this episode will focus on the reunion of the Real Housewives of New Jersey. I definitely wanted to talk about this because I can't even begin to tell you what a hot mess this show was on Wednesday night. And like I said, the reason why I'm doing this show is because it has been such a crazy, crazy week. And I wasn't sure if I would be able to even have the energy to do a show tomorrow. And in the event that I do, it will just be an extra for all of my listeners out there who enjoy listening to the sarcasm thoughts of my unfiltered show and what's been going on with the Real Housewives of New Jersey. And of course, this is not going to be a long show because it's just going to focus in on what happened in the reunion and what my thoughts were on what had happened. So it started off, of course, with Idiot Andy opening up intros, as he always does. Yes, I did say Idiot Andy. I, I, you know, I have to say in the beginning, I was a fan of Watch What Happens Live. I did get a kick out of it because it was just, it just seemed fun. Um, but then, of course, you know, Andy started to get a big head about himself, and then he started to get, like, 
you know, name celebrities in there. And, you know, I guess when people don't know how to handle being a celebrity and getting a little bit of power, it just goes sideways. My own personal opinion, my thoughts, you know, I'm I can go either way with Andy Cohen. Like I said, I'm not a big fan. If I ever met him in person, would I be disrespectful? Absolutely not. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, you just have to give credit for people who put hard work in all of this, you know, stuff that he's doing. But also I think about it on the flip side that he has made so many people famous on these reality TV talk shows. And now all of these things seem to be happening. It's it's taken a shift on different ladies who have been part of these Real Housewives and how they're expanding in their businesses. And I don't think that Andy has the same leverage that he did with these Housewives franchises. Um, that he did once upon a time, because you have to remember that when people are doing a show early on, you kind of, you know, you have to be humble and just play along with everything that's going on until, you know, you gain a little bit of fame and people start to recognize you and, you know, you can probably hit up the banks and open up a business. I mean, who knows how it all works, but I feel as though things are taking a change. Now, I was watching a vlogger, um, I think it was yesterday or today, and she was talking about Vicki Gumbelson and Tamara Judge now doing their own spinoff, like in another network. I'm not big fans of them. I mean, I, I like watching them when they get drunk and they fall down and that's funny, but that's basically the extent of my fan base of watching Vicky and Tamara. I really think that they're just fake women and, you know, I don't really get much out of them other than Tamara crying over her daughter, not speaking to her. And again, all of these things are in front of the camera. We don't know what's going on behind closed doors. We also have to remember that these are real people with real lives and their lives are being displayed on television for what the editors want us to see. And I keep saying that over and over and over again, you know, there's a whole thing to editing on how a story plays out. So with all that being said, um, Wednesday night, the Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion started part one because now these reunions can't even last like one night. It has to be separated into three parts. And he starts going around talking with everybody. He starts off with Melissa talking about being in her 40s and having this birthday party. Now, if you were paying attention to the clips that they were playing at the birthday party, if you caught Jen's face, she had a face the whole time that Melissa was celebrating her birthday party while everybody's cheering and her husband is talking about how much he loves her and how he's dedicated to her and how he feels the same way he did from day one with her. She's just kind of like half clapping. She has a face and she makes this comment about, oh, well, you know, Melissa's always looking at herself <clears throat> and sorry, I coughed. I'm not sick, just in case all of you are thinking. So um, 
she starts talking about how Melissa just makes it about herself, that she's always taking selfies and all of this stuff. Now, here's my whole thing. The woman had a birthday party. I think she's allowed to celebrate her 40 years of her life. And I will give a little bit of disclosure because, like I said, I never talk about my age. I never make any significance about my age because it doesn't define who I am. But I did celebrate my 40th birthday <laughs> once upon a time. And for I'm, like, choking over here and I need to drink water. And I will tell you, I had a big cake. It was a, a big number four and a and a big zero. I had people come over. We had a party. We had karaoke. We had a really good time. And I wanted everybody to have a good time. And there's nothing wrong when you're celebrating a milestone that you do make it about yourself. So for Jen to make these stupid asinine comments about Melissa making it about herself and taking selfies and so what? I mean, you know, you have a husband who is a plastic surgeon. She got all of these free operations. She got a free tummy tuck, you know, a free taking off the back fat and, and all of this stuff, whatever else that she did, a lift. So why is it that you get all of these exterior work done, but then you're still making fun of other people because clearly this woman is not happy with her insides. She fixed up her outsides, but her insides are very ugly and it reflects who she is as a human being. It seems as though she likes taking jabs at people, which is what she did on this reunion. So, as everybody is speaking and she's making faces, let's get into uh, after this whole Melissa thing, because I know that I wrote some other uh, comments here. Um, well, let's continue with Melissa before I move on to, because I did take extensive notes. So there was a part where Melissa was discussing about people, you know, about them making money and she calls. Jackie that she was winning and that everybody was a loser, which I think they took it so fucking literal. It's the same thing as this super sensitive. You can't say anything. You can't say this. You can't say that. You're, you're not being politically correct. All of this stupid bullshit. I mean, it's like, when did everybody become babies? Literally. Everybody just took this whole thing personal. Dol well, I'm not a loser. Dolores, you know, who's, who's, you know, speaks with such conviction. But meanwhile, her life is just as messy as everybody else. So when Melissa was made that comment, to me, I felt that everybody took it too literal. I understood what she was saying. She was not calling anybody losers. What she was saying was, look at us, you know, if we're spending money and we're being spendthrifts, and we're living in this moment of just buy and buy and buy. And here we have Jackie who, you know, who's saving her money, who's being frugal. And um, I forget who it was. I, I know at some point in the show that they had made a comment about, oh, yes, about Margaret being anti-Semitic. Not Margaret. It was somebody else. Um I can't remember who it was off of the top. I think it was Dolores. And 
you know, here's the thing. To call anybody anti-Semitic, you better have real fucking proof to back that shit up. That's a really harsh thing to say to anybody. So this is the reason why I say that, you know, people are so super sensitive. You say the littlest thing and they take it, you know, far out there. And people have to calm the fuck down. Seriously, calm the fuck down. Take a step back because after a while, you just look stupid. And you have to understand, you have to pick your battles. Don't pick your battles over something stupid. There's a lot of things that we need to let roll over our shoulders. However, I'm not saying that there aren't things going on in this world that is not correct. I'm aware of that. But when you start nitpicking at every little thing, it's just kind of stupid. So before you start accusing people of being anti-Semitic, be very, very careful when you say that. Um, that's not something that should be thrown around even as a joke. Just don't do it. Um, so getting back to Melissa and, and this comment, I get what she was saying. And you know what? For whatever reason that Jen took it over the top, I wonder why Jen takes things so personally. Maybe there are some unresolved issues that she has within herself. I mean, you know, she lucked out. She got married to a very rich man. She has a bunch of children. She has helpers in the house. And even though she tries to minimize these things, the fact of the matter is, is that she does have servants or whatever you want to call them helping her. Um, so she shouldn't just say what well, she does all the work on her own. I mean, there's this whole thing with the stay at home mom and all of this stuff. I mean, look, my mother was a stay at home mom and I know that my sister and I, we were challenges for her and she did the best that she could with us. Yes, it was hard work, but when we got old enough and after she had my brother, she went off and she went to work and, she made a, you know, she made a good life for herself. I mean, she's now retired, but I don't know. It's, it's just, it's just really messy. So now I wanted to move on to Dolores because I feel like this is really a topic that I recognize all too often with, with this nonsense. So Dolores is dating a guy named David. Apparently, she's been with him for more than a year. He is living in the same house with her and Frank, and Frank is her ex-husband. Okay, a little weird. You have the ex-husband living in the house. You have your current boyfriend living in the house. Well, anybody may find this a bit strange. I mean, I find it a little bit strange. Um, I don't find her friendship with her ex-husband Frank Strange and the reason why I say that because I am still friends with my ex that I broke up with um, back in 2000 so as a matter of fact I was on the phone with him just a little while ago so we talk on a regular basis but this friendship didn't transpire overnight it took years in the making for us to be really good 
friends. There have been people that have asked me over time, would you ever get back together with him? No, I would not. So I understand Dolores's point. You know, she had an experience with Frank. He cheated on her. And maybe she can't find forgiveness in that. However, she can be autonomous, so to speak, remain his friend and have him there as her, you know, co-parent partner for her son, Frankie. So I get that part. What baffles me is that she talks about being a great catch and what a great woman she is and the opportunity, blah. But meanwhile, you know, as women, we set the stage for what we are looking for in a relationship. And when we meet a guy, we get hesitant in sharing what it is that we're looking for. We kind of like wait for him to share. And I'll give you a real life example. I used to date an attorney. And when I was dating him, he was very upfront and said, I'm not interested in any long-term relationships. I'm not in a position to make a commitment. And of course, me being the badass that I am, I knew that I was going to change his mind and he was going to want to be in a relationship with me. Eight months later, it never changed. It was still the same and we broke up. And I know that I did talk about him not too long ago on the show. The fact of the matter is, is that when a man says he's not looking for any type of commitment, he's really telling you the truth and be glad that he is. Now, I don't know what conversation transpired between David and Dolores. I was not there. Clearly, I don't know these people personally. I'm not in their personal lives. I'm only guesstimating from what I'm seeing on television is that he does not have a real desire to make a commitment with Dolores. She goes to parties. She goes not by herself, but with her ex-husband, okay? Where is he? Why isn't he there? One party that she went to, she said, oh, no, David's not here. He's at sniper school. And she says it, like, with this conviction, like, it's okay. It's totally fine. He's at sniper school, and, you know, he just didn't have time to come out tonight. What the fuck is that? Let me go to a party and have to explain to my friends why my boyfriend is not there with me. Absolutely unacceptable. And this is the shit that she just, the one thing that Jen had said that I can agree with is that she's settling. She is. They built a $2 million house because her and her ex-husband got into this house flipping business. They built David a $2 million house that he's not living in yet. There were pictures recently I put up on Instagram of the pictures of his house. And she makes this comment about, oh, you know, it's going to be shitty that she builds this house and that she's not going to have an opportunity to live in it and that she built it for somebody else. You know, you made your bed and you lie in it. The man did not want to put a ring on it or still has not put a ring on it. Okay, I can't say that he didn't want to, but from what we're seeing on television is that he just doesn't seem to have a genuine interest of making a real commitment to her. Even Frank, at some point, 
who had a conversation with him during dinner was like, well, you know, what's your intentions? What do you want to do? Because, you know, she's not going to move in with you unless you put a ring on it. And you know what? At the end of the day, if David does decide to put a ring on it, how much of a commitment will he make after the ring is placed on her finger? Is he still going to go on and exist as he's doing now, doing his doctorly duties, doing his sniper school, whatever it is that he's doing part-time, he's just going to continue existing. He's not going to change. It's not going to happen. So this is the way I look at things. Did Dolores have the opportunity to put her foot down and say, I'm not going to put up with this shit? Early on, not even like now, but like early on, like three months down the line, you should already know that this relationship is not going anywhere. But she chose to stay in it because she kept saying she was fine. It's okay. He doesn't need to be up my ass and all of this stuff. I I just, it's so frustrating to see a good woman and just, Settle for this nonsense and then make excuses for the other party. I guess it's frustrating because in some sort of way, I was in that position. And then on top of that, to have another relationship to end, which I can't even begin to tell you how grateful I am because I was making excuses for all the wrong reasons. I was trying to make everybody believe that everything was fine. Meanwhile, I was being conned day after day by this fucking loser. But then I meet somebody else and I really like him. And I just, you know, I have strong feelings for him. And I think he's just a super guy, but I'm not getting the same vibe back that he is not really into me. And you know what? When you're when you like somebody and you're in this position that you want to see where things go and you're not getting that same, you know, perception back, you're getting something completely different. The sad thing is, is that you have to accept that this person is in a different place in their life. And for some reason, they are just not feeling it. And I don't like it. It's painful. However, it's part of my experience. And I just have to accept it. And it sucks because Dolores has invested, what, more than more than a year in this relationship. And it's kind of like, well... He, he's not going to change. And for you to try and force a change on him, it's probably going to drive him away. And it really sucks. So, you know, I, I don't know what else to say other than it sucks to be in a relationship, in a half relationship, in a half commitment where you're putting 100% and the other person is giving like 10 and 20% and you're pulling the weight. No one person should be pulling the weight in the relationship. A relationship is of equal terms. That's the way I look at it. Somebody else may look at it a different way. I look at it as an equal partnership. And if I have a partner who's not being equal with me or who's not showing interest to be with me, then that is my 
outlet to get out of it and move on. And that's just for me. That's what I need to do. Moving on very quickly. Margaret, they didn't get into Margaret so much in, in, in this first part of the reunion. She talked about this property that she owns next to her property that she wants to sell. So she's been trying to fix it up so that she can sell it. She did talk about the lawsuit with Vineyard Wines, about the logo and all of this shit and how they settled. But it seems that Vineyard Wines wanted, wants to milk her for more money. And I have no idea what that's all about. She really didn't get into it other than she seemed very forthcoming about you know, what's going on. What I didn't like when Andy was like, oh, well, you know, with all of your finances skyrocketing, like she was a broke bitch. I mean, it's like, come on, Andy, give the woman a break. She works hard. She owns a business. I mean, she she's married to a great guy. Her mother is fabulous. So stop being so stupid. I mean, this is why I call him idiot Andy, because he's he just says things, you know, that it just makes you want to, like, put a dirty sock in his mouth, something, just to make him shut up. So all of this time, Jen is, you know, making these little stabby marks. She called um, Melissa having storylines, fake baby storyline, fake 40, fake sister that was missing out there. Now, we all know that she's getting this information from social media. Some dude had started some um, petition to take Melissa off the show. Stupid idea. I mean, it's like, what's the point? Like, you think anybody's going to pay attention to your petition? Like, Bravo Network is going to be, oh, look at this guy. He made a petition because he wants to get Melissa off the show. Nobody's going to listen to you. So take your petition and shove it where the sun don't shine because it ain't going to go anywhere. That's the bottom line. So she started making all of these comments. And every time she made a comment, if you notice, they would pan the can, the pan the can, pan the, the camera over to Teresa, who had like this smug look on her face. Because whenever Jen said something shady about Margaret, um, about Jackie, and about Melissa, there was Teresa enjoying and savoring every moment. Now, something that the vlogger had said, and I think I mentioned this early on. That the reason why she's saying all of this because she knows that Teresa is the it girl on the show. She's been with the show for 10 years. Teresa's not going anywhere from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. What storyline they're going to come up for her, I don't know. And this is what it all seems like now. It's all about storyline. It's not about anything else but that. And I don't know. I thought it was reality TV. I didn't know that you had to have a storyline for everything to make yourself interesting. So, like I said, all of this stuff is really chaotic, and it's it's just a lot of stuff. I'm not a fan of Jen. I don't like her. I didn't like her when she came onto the show. I still don't like her now. I think she's super fake and phony. You know, her daughter was being bullied at school. And we all know why, because she's on TV, she's acting smug, and I'm sure, you know, the little band of girls, they were making fun of her daughter, which is not right, and I'm not condoning it at all. I'm blaming Jen, because, you know, you come off smug, 
everybody's going to see that. Parents are going to see it. Parents are going to talk. They're going to talk in front of their kids or kids are going to hear their parents talking and then they're going to go to school and they're going to take it out on the child, which is fucked up. Because I think sometimes that when you are a parent, your child is hanging on to everything that you're doing because you are their hero. You are their inspiration. They want to be like you when they grow up. And if you're teaching them gossip or you're talking shit about other people, they're going to remember that and they're going to take it to school. And this poor girl suffered at the hands of, you know, these little girls. Now she makes a comment. Oh, well, everybody knew who the girls were. So they are not friends with her anymore. That doesn't make it okay, Jen. Okay. It doesn't justify anything that your daughter was being bullied and she has new friends now. Good for her that she has new friends, but at the end of the day, it's really your fault that your daughter was being bullied. Again, my own personal opinion, that's the way I feel about it. Okay, so going on to Teresa and Joe. As you all know, they did like a special episode where Teresa went to visit Joe in Italy. Um, We all know, it's understood that Joe and Teresa were convicted on bank fraud and all of this bullshit with, you know, fake fake um again i forgot i can't remember anyway bank fraud let's just call it that i'm sure it's going to come to me later on so because he did not complete his citizenship when in the united states when you are not a citizen and you're going for your citizenship in the midst of it if you commit any crime they are going to send your ass right back. There are no exceptions, not that I know of, okay? And, you know, this is the reality of it. If you're not a citizen of the United States and you commit a crime, you're going back to your country. It's not a good representation, I guess. I'm not saying that Americans are all the best. You know, there are are Americans here in this country that are not really good representation of Americans, especially racist people. But um, the thing is, is that Joe is now living in Italy. They went to visit him. His his daughters went to visit him. And it was only for like a weekend thing, which is like crazy to fly to Italy just to stay for such a short time. But they did. But they were able to see him during holiday time and spend more time with him. And Teresa did not go. Um, They did announce that after 20 years of marriage that they are separating So I don't know what's going to happen with that. I had to drink water. I'm not taking breaks because, like I said, this is going to be a short show. But I have to say one thing, that Gia is a little mouthy. And she's been mouthy for a long time. And because Teresa doesn't say anything to her children, they basically step all over her. And she doesn't talk back to them, but she's really good at talking back to everybody else. And she wants to put discipline on her friends and family, but she doesn't really put discipline on her children. So this whole thing with like Gia and Frankie. Now, if you caught it in one of the episodes, Gia was the one who asked Frankie to take her to this prom thing, wherever it was that she was going. Um, and everybody's, oh, G and Frankie. And, you know, Jen's like, oh, I would have, I would have hooked up that marriage a long time ago. Look, 
I'm going to tell you like this. My own personal opinion, okay, Frankie is not going to go out with a girl like Gia. Why? Because Gia is connected to parents who are now convicted felons. I don't think that Frankie would want to go out with a girl like her who has this type of family background. I mean, I hate to put it that way, but sometimes you got to get into a guy's mind a little bit and kind of think, hmm, do I run? Do I really want to be with a girl who was with parents who engaged in criminal activity? He's focused in on his own career, and I'm sure that he's going to find the appropriate girl that he would want to be with. So all of this shit, I mean, Dolores talking about, I would just love Frankie to be with Gia. Please, Dolores, trap the, trap it, trap it, be quiet. Sometimes when she talks, I just wanted to shut up because the things that come out of her mouth, I mean, she does like this double thing, you know? She makes excuses for Teresa's behavior, but if Melissa does the same thing, she tells her how she can't do that because of X, Y, Z. It's just so stupid and hypocritical. So with all that being said, the Housewives, the the Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion part one was very interesting. I'm very excited to see part two and three because it seems that there's going to be a little bit more arguing and that now Jen is going to be in the quote unquote hot seat, like the way Chris Harrison says with the Women Tell All, which is another show that I have to do at another time. But um, I can't wait to see what is going to happen next. And I'm looking forward to that. So with all that being said, this is Maribel Blue signing off for this short Maribel Blue unfiltered episode eight on the Real Housewives of New Jersey, the reunion. And I will be back with more show and please enjoy this episode. I have a lot of surprises in store. Um, Even though I do love doing this podcast and I plan on keeping it, um, I think that things are going to change in how I do this show, and I won't reveal it as of yet, but like I said, I have a lot of surprises in store, and the other thing is is that I now have a merchant store. If you go to MaribelBlueUnfiltered.com, on the homepage, I now put up a link of my new merchant store with Teespring. I am not using the store that I had before because they suck. (laughs) Needless to say, if you just hover your mouse over right below the images, it will take you to the store where I have sweaters and leggings, and I'm planning on having more products. And um, soon there will be more content on Kink E magazine as well. Um, I've just been super delayed, and I apologize for all of, for all of these delays. When I tell you that I I have so many things going on, and I really need to get a handle on everything that I'm doing. But all that being said, check out my website, Maribel Blue unfiltered.com. I just put up a post the other day on the Shahs of Sunset and what I feel is going on there with Reza and MJ and Destiny. 
I think a lot of things are going to unfold. It seems like Destiny is not the quote-unquote friend that everybody thinks that she is. And it's just, you know, drama of the Shahs. <laughs> the Shahs of Sunset. So with all that being said, this is a very tired Maribel Blue signing out. And as always, like I end every episode, be good to each other, be good to yourself, and most importantly, take care of you. Loves and hugs, everyone. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.